Streaming live on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and BlastTheRadio.com, this is The Lowell Green Show. The number to call and be heard around the world is 613-413-2217 or email Lowell at BlastTheRadio.com. And now, here is Lowell Green. Oh, thank you, John. Now, I know for a lot of people, if I begin to talk about the economy, debt, interest payments, etc., you'll just give me a big yawn. But we, we've, we've got to talk about I have some other topics, but folks, we, we, we've got to start paying attention. What draws it to my attention this morning, in particular, is a statement by the parliamentary um, uh, budget officer who says that if we continue along the same path of debt and deficit, we will continue to run up deficits. In other words, we will continue to spend far more money in this country than we take in. We'll continue to run up deficits until 2070. I mean, John, will you be alive in 2070? I sure as hell hope not. I would be, let me see, 102, 103? (laughs) The chances are very slim. This is unreal. Can you imagine what the debt will be if we continue to run up deficit anywhere close to what we're doing now? I mean, by 2070, and and only then will we start to take in more money than we pay out if we continue along the way we are now. And from all reports, we're going to continue. I see Trudeau just gave Newfoundland something like $5.5 billion this morning to compensate for some damn thing. I don't know. Newfoundland made a mistake in some big project, and uh, so we we federal taxpayers are getting stuck with $5 billion. Oh, well, what's $5 billion? Holy suffer and doodle cats. Let me, does any of this concern you? Please don't turn me off. I got some other talk. But listen, does any of this concern you? It seems to me that if you have children, grandchildren, or plan to have, or any future, gen- that it's got to concern you. If it doesn't concern you, then when will it ever concern you? Uh, Let me give you just some figures, and I'll I'll try and and keep it as simple as I can. It's astonishing. Listen to this. According to the latest figures from the Fazer Institute, total interest on all government debt, that's federal and provincial, total government debt, the interest, the interest, which we have to pay every month, Almost fifty billion B fifty billion dollars a year. The interest today. That's just the interest, keeping in mind, of course, that interest rates today are at an all time low. God help us if interest rates ever start to climb, and they're going to do so for very, very soon. Fifty billion dollars this year will go into the pockets of the Uber rich, the big banks insurance companies, and the very rich. It will be taken from you and me. This is what a lot of people, I don't think, understand. The interest payments are taken from you. If you pay tax of any kind, and God help you, you got to pay tax if you live. I mean, you're buying food or gasoline or heating your home. You're paying tax. Even though you may be poor or low, low income and not paying any income tax, you are paying tax. If you're, if you're alive and eating, heating your home or doing anything, you are paying tax. 
If you're riding the bus, you're taking and paying tax. So they're taking money from you and giving it to the uber-rich. I mean, who among us has enough money to loan money to government? That's who we are paying the $50 billion to. I just want to get people to understand that. And uh, something else, and I've, I've pounded this, and I think in your heart of hearts you know this. This is $50 billion a year, not available for health care. It's not available to provide water on native reserves, not available for education, not available to patch the roads, build bridges. $50 billion. God, how many hospitals could we build with that? How many people could we hire for long-term care with $50 billion? Can you imagine? Imagine the kind of life that we would have in this country if we didn't have to pour out $50 billion every year in freaking interest. Now, the, the biggest chunk, of course, of, of all of this is the federal debt. How much do you think the federal debt will increase this year? Well, let me tell you that uh, last year, or actually two years ago, Trudeau projected that the, the deficit this year would be $34 billion. That was the projection. Those are the figures that they were working with, that the deficit this year would be $34 billion. Guess how much it was? $343 billion <laughs> deficit last year. That's $343 billion that the Trudeau government spent more than we took in. That's the deficit for one year. The total federal debt today is $1.2 trillion. Next year, it'll be well over $1.3 trillion. Figure it never before even come close to reaching, even during the war years. By the way, uh, Harper, just as a matter of passing, says that the pandemic spending has been, quote, overkill. In other words, he believes that we spent far more on the pandemic than we really needed to do so. $340 billion last year more, the deficit, more than we took in. Unbelievable. For the year ending March 31st, 2019 interest payments on the federal debt where... $23.3 billion. Let me put that in simpler terms. The federal debt alone cost us almost $2 billion a month in interest. This year, it will be over $2 billion a month in interest. Federal debt alone. The provincial interest payments are about a $1 billion a month. That means if you live in Ontario... It's $3 billion a month in interest payments. That's money not available for health care, for God's sake. I mean, it's, it's, it's madness. There is no other way to describe it. It is just bloody madness that, that I mean, just can't, can't continue. And by the way, for those of you who understand such things, the debt-to-GDP ratio rose from 31% in 2019 to 49% last year and will rise even more to well over 50% this year. This is 
dangerous territory. I'm not an economist. I'm just giving you figures that are available from the government itself. These are the figures from the government itself. As I say, the parliamentary office has just stated, I'll be to the text in a minute, John, has just stated that unless the government takes a different approach, we will continue to run up deficits every year until the year 2070. <laughs> oh, boy, oh, boy, I'll tell you. Uh, please keep in mind, it's, it's, it's easy to, to shift the debt burden off onto future generations. Our kids, grandkids, great-grandkids, great-great-grandkids, great-great-great-great-great-grandkids, etc. It's easy to do that. And a lot of people say, oh, well, you know what? We're giving them a good life. They can pay. Yeah, that's fine. The kids, grandkids, etc., they can pay the debt. They'll have to. But you and I got to pay the interest today. That's the bloody problem. This idea that somehow or other it's something for future generations to worry about. Well, it is. But in the meantime, they're sucking $50 billion a year out of your pocket and my pocket and John's pocket and your neighbor's pocket every single year, taking the money out of your pocket to go to rich people. I, I have nothing against rich people. Good for them. They're somehow or other, they, they've, they've made all kinds of money, hopefully legally. But they're the, one, the only people who make money on this are the people who loan money to governments. Do you have enough money to loan government to money? No. You give them lots, though. <laughs> ah, boy, oh, boy. Just to sum up, okay? And then I'll, I'll get to some text. Last year, the Trudeau government spent $343 billion more than it took in. The deficit will be even larger this year. Last year, we paid out nearly $2 billion every single month for interest payments on the federal debt. This year, the interest will be more than $2 billion a month on the federal debt. Total interest payments, federal and provincial, will be at least, according to the Fraser Institute, at least $50 billion this fiscal year and continues to grow at a rate of more than $500 billion a year. The debt, the federal and provincial debts continue to grow at the present rate more than $500 billion a year. Folks, how long can we continue to live like this? Here in Ontario, it means that we got to fork over more than $3 billion a month in interest payments, $2 billion federally, <laughs> $1 billion provincially. Are you concerned? And if not, why not? What are your comments on this? I have some other topics, but it seems to me that we've got to we've got to be concerned about. We've got to we've got to be concerned about it. We can't continue. It's all very well you're getting CERB payments or whatever. It's all very well. It's all nice and rosy. But sooner or later, the devil's got to be paid. John, we have some text, please. Probably one of the busiest days, as far as comments are concerned, that we have seen in a long, long time, Lowell. And I Good. invite people to call as well. Don't forget about that. Uh, and yes, this week, if you uh, call the show, we'll put you in a draw uh, to win an Alexa smart speaker. Our number here is 613-413-2217. I'm following Lowell's Facebook in real time. I'm following Twitch in real time as well. And you can email Lowell at BlastTheRadio.com. Here we go, sir. Uh, Clifford says we will never pay this off. Peter says needed $5 billion to bribe the Newfoundlanders for the next election. 
got to elect more empty-headed Trudeau Party MPs. Darlene says Trudeau's on a roll these days to buy votes, and our conservative Ontario Premier is no different. Uh, Terry's on Twitch now. He says, tell it like it is, Lowell. Excuse me, just a minute. Yep. Uh, that That's unfair about, um, about Doug Ford. As a matter of fact, the Ford government, as far as I know, is the only government in all of Canada that has come in with a deficit below budget. That we will end up in, in I'm, I'm not saying that, that we didn't have a deficit, I'm not sure what it is yet, but the projection is that it, the deficit's going to be about $12 billion less than was projected. So I just throw that out, okay? You can, knock, you can knock old Doug Ford all you want, but that on that you can't. He's come in about $12 billion below. Now, what's interesting here, and I'll, we'll get back to the, to the text in a minute, what's interesting here? is because he's coming in about $12 billion below projection, or the forecast, uh, the NDP and the Liberals are jumping all over him. You're cutting, 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 they say. Well, why do you say that? Well, because you're coming in $12 billion less than you projected. Okay, well, go ahead, please, text. Yep, I'll slow down too so you can opine between these. I was going kind of quick there. I apologize. Uh, Clifford says, Lowell, you tell it like it is. I can always trust you. Uh, Cheryl's got a few opinions. She says, Canada is in a sad state of affairs. We're paying taxes on taxes in every financial traction, uh, transaction these days. Three examples, gasoline, groceries, heating. Uh, she says, if you were on the poverty line before, you're several feet under the line now. And the sad fact for many is that most will never get above the poverty line. By the way, talking about, what's have you tanked up in the last two or three days, John? <laughs> no, fortunately what it's a what about 135 now a uh, dollar 34 and change yeah my wife refuses to put anything more than 40 dollars worth of gas in her car when she tanks up uh she used to, and the reason for that is a couple of years ago 40 dollars would fill the tank sometimes a little bit more sure now she's lucky to get three quarters of a tank she was she she got 40 dollars worth of gas yesterday she came back in and told me that it took her exactly 45 seconds to pump 40 dollars worth of I, gas I don't doubt that <laughs> i love women i you know only only debbie would come up with a figure like that lowell yes well, I, I, I've tanked up with my $40. It took me 45 seconds to put $40 <laughs> worth of gas in the car. It's okay. <laughs> Go ahead. More text, John. Uh, that wouldn't get me very far in that pickup truck of mine, I'll tell you that. <laughs> you uh, better bomb. You know what? I know I know a guy that can set fire to that thing for okay. you. Go ahead. <laughs> Those scooters that we rent here in town are looking yeah. more and more attractive. Mr. Detroit, Mr. Cement from Detroit will fix that for you. <laughs> Email to lowell at blasttheradio.com. Rob in Carlton Place, good to hear from you. Rob says, debt and deficits are the number two concern for me in this country. The biggest concern is the capital investment that Trudeau has driven away and continues to drive away from this country. I fear for the standard of living for my children. Uh, Darlene says politicians are draining all of us, so we feel the need to depend on them. I've concluded all politicians are responsible for evil in the world, no matter what political party they are from or who they are. I will no longer vote, says Darlene. Well, that's really going to help. That makes a lot of sense now. Uh, <laughs> just don't vote. So, Darlene, let me ask you this. I love you, my dear, but let me ask you this. Supposing that everybody in the country took your approach. Well, I don't like politicians, so I'm not going to vote. Uh, how could we run a democracy? What would we have if nobody voted? Well, what we would have would be um, communist Russia. I don't think they vote in Cuba. I know they don't vote in North Korea. Well, actually, they do vote in North Korea, but there's only one candidate. So 
I mean, let, let's let's do what the North Koreans do, the Cubans do, and uh, the the communists do. Uh, just don't vote. Don't bother voting. Okay, uh, Shields. Now, uh, we're we're talking about debt deficit. All the more reason to to want to save whatever money you can. Now, I am not suggesting. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not suggesting that in every case, Shields can beat the price. But I'm going to tell you when you factor in the price, the bargain price that they have on many of their appliances, the special service that you get, etc., plus the fact if you buy a large appliance, two T-bone steaks, which this, these days are worth a hell of a lot of money, I'm going to tell you, you're getting, whatever it is, you're going to get really, really, really good value from Shields. They're good people, family-owned and operated, same family since 1947. Have a look at their website. You'll be very impressed. Every kind of appliance and accoutrement for appliances that you could possibly want. Yes, including all these new air fryers. They're there. Shields.ca. S-C-H-E-E-L-S dot C-A. Good folks. Yes, more texts, John. Yep, and a reminder about the phone number, 613-413-2217. If you're watching on any of our video feeds, the number's right there on your screen. All right, Anne says, so what do the liberals run on? Climate? pandemic they surely can't run on the economy given the mess they have created the conservatives will be portrayed as the slash and burn party whereas the liberals will continue to put money into programs and handouts that we cannot afford chrissy's on twitch she says this affects everyone agree action should be taken now if not for us uh then for sure the kids etc so much money great topic today lol she says david says open up canadian resources and help pay down the debt that also means quebec oil uh, Dean says Canada implemented a temporary income tax to help pay for World War One. I. I can see them now doing the same and adding a COVID tax to pay for all this spending. Well, wait a minute. What do you, what do you think the carbon tax is? Have, have a look. Have a have a look at what the carbon tax. I went. What is about two weeks ago, John? I uh, I showed I showed people my uh, natural gas bill. Uh, it was uh, almost one third of the total cost of natural gas for this house was taxes, carbon tax and HST. And by the way, when you're talking tax on tax, yeah, you know what? Uh, and and I, I just got the latest bill. The carbon tax was $74, and I had to pay HST on, on everything, including the carbon tax. So they charge you tax on the tax. Of course, in gasoline, I think you pay tax three times on gasoline. That, that, there's, <laughs> there's the premium that you're paying. Uh, Jace is on the line. Yes, go ahead, Jace. Good afternoon, Lowell. Yes, I got sir. A question. I haven't heard from you in a long time. <laughs> well, we locked horns a while back. I've been a little quiet. Yeah. So yes. I, I got a question for you. Sure. When did conservatives become the bad guys? When? You know? Like, well, well, let me explain what, what, what usually happens. And if you examine history, you'll see this, is that the liberals and in the case of, of some provinces, the NDP, virtually bankrupted the country, spent wildly, which they do, and so they they were kicked out and the conservatives come in. But in order to get the books balanced again, the conservatives have got to cut back. And that's why they've got the reputation as being the nasty guys. Uh, every once in a while, somebody's got to, you know, the grandfather's got to come in here and, and straighten the books out, and usually it's the conservatives, and they get blamed for it. I think that's your answer. Fair enough. I just, it, it just drives me crazy that all these people make conservatives out to be this big, bad monster. And it's just like, we're just trying to pay the damned bills. 
Precisely. You know? Good for you. Good for you, Sir Jace. You finally got your, your head screwed on straight here, sir. Congratulations. <laughs> it's it's amazing what a, what, what a month can do. Thank you. <laughs> uh, we've got more text here, John. <laughs> I love what Jace calls. You never know. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's very good. Good for him. Uh, you know, and a small business owner, too. And, uh, you know, so, I mean, he's he's a hardworking guy, and he's concerned. Yep. Uh, oh, isn't that nice? Uh, somebody you don't uh, bank with is offering you um, something on your credit card, on your on her text line right now. We're busy. Uh, Clifford, please stop voting liberal, he says. Craig says the carbon tax adds about 34 cents to a liter of gas. What do you think it does to the cost of your food? And Laurentian View Terry says, people must vote. It's your duty to those who gave their lives for freedom. Some of the comments coming in on Twitch and Facebook right now. All right. We have, um, and, and keep the comments coming. Thank you very much. We do have some good news. And I must tell you that this is the good news that always gets me into big trouble. Health Canada has just reported that since December, only 0.1% of all new COVID cases were among those who were fully vaccinated. In other words, if you have received both vaccine shots, your chances of contracting COVID are less than 1%. To be accurate, according to Health Canada figures, if you have both shots, your chances of getting COVID are one half of one percent. I'm going to tell you, these figures are even better than we had hoped for, although they do correspond pretty well with some of the figures coming out of the United States. You remember I reported a couple of weeks ago that CBS had reported that the latest figures show that in the United States, 99.7 percent of all new COVID cases were among the unvaccinated. And by that, they meant fully vaccinated. Okay, so this is really great news. Vaccines are working better than the manufacturers told us. Canadian figures, as I say, correspond pretty well with American figures, uh, somewhere in the range of 99%. If, and uh, just to repeat, if you have been fully vaccinated, two vaccine shots, your chances, according to Canadian uh, documented figures, scientific figures, your chances of getting COVID of any kind, one half of 1%. And keep in mind, please, that even if you do get COVID after being fully vaccinated, Usually, it is much less serious than those who are unvaccinated. So increasingly, as I've been saying for the last month or so, increasingly, and by the way, some Canadian health authorities are now agreeing with me, and that is that um, COVID today has become a disease of the unvaccinated. Now, I want to say something else. I don't know if it's a tribute to this program or not, John. However, you will recall that on this past Monday, only two days ago, I complained bitterly about the fact that we were not able to get these figures about the effectiveness of the vaccine from Health Canada or from Ottawa Public Health. So two days later, we get the figures. Health Canada has finally revealed the figures. Whether they were listening to this program or got some complaints, I I would imagine that they probably did get some complaints for people saying, hey, wait a minute, hold, you know what? We have a right to know those figures because we do. So anyhow, we have them. And they are, to my mind, exciting. The fact of the matter is that if you get vaccinated, you're just not going to get COVID. And even if the slight chance that you do get COVID, it's going to be very mild. You will not be hospitalized. Now, here's what I don't understand. And 
John, maybe you have a thought on this. I have, I have, all I did this morning on Facebook was just reported these figures. I didn't have any comment. I just said, wow, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Health Canada has reported that, that, that just what I've just said about, uh, you know, less than one half of 1%. Yep, I read it. And, well, you saw the, 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 the vicious stuff that's pouring in. Call me having a warped mind, commie, uh, you know, asshole, all, all, of the, all of the above. Because I, I simply reported what Health Canada has reported. I, I, you know what? I, I don't, I know, I know that not all anti-vaxxers are like that. But I don't understand these people. What is it about great news that they don't want me to say or anybody to say? I don't understand. Are these people sick? Are, are, their, are their minds twisted? Have they been so indoctrinated with false information that I, 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 for the life of me, I don't understand. And I respond. Usually I don't respond to these people, but I did respond to a couple this morning. I said, I don't understand why you have to insult me. You can disagree etc. But, I mean, all I'm doing is stating figures that are coming out of our own government. Why are you insulting me? I, 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 I don't understand it. If anybody has any thoughts on this, I'd sure love to hear it, okay? Uh, John, we got some more text, please. Yep, we do. Uh, as for, I don't, I, listen, anytime I post about COVID on my timeline, I, I mean, I'm just, I'm just done with it on my page because it's always going to end up in not a good place. I don't understand what drives people to look for uh, facts that fit their narrative because their narrative isn't on board with what you know we're hearing from health officials and government officials and, and you know mainstream media is to blame for this and I, I I've been in mainstream media uh, for thirty some odd years Lowell you've been in I've never taken a check from anyone telling me what I should be saying on my show I don't know about you I, I'm pretty <laughs> sure I know the answer no. But, as a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, I, 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 this is well documented. I I resigned from CFRA on one occasion when they wanted me to backtrack on uh, some information that I had, uh, which was absolutely correct. So uh, no, I mean absolutely not. But I, I, you know, I can understand people. They don't like to hear this. They disagree with it. But why the hate? Why the insults? I don't understand why people have to insult disagree absolutely that's what life is all about i'm all for that but, let's have a disagreement let's have but, it on the show but why the insult i don't know i don't why know. call why call me or you or anybody names because we report something you don't like i don't understand what kind of i mean did you not have any decent parenting out there? I don't understand this. John Moore texts. Yeah, I, I leave the argument. When it comes to name-calling, I'm done. I have no time for that. I'll, you know, facts, whatever else, I'll sit there and debate you it all day. It just puzzles me. I, yep. I don't understand. I've never been able to understand the hate that comes out. Nope. Uh, all right. As to the hatred, etc., Jenna says, no one said that. People are asking you to share all the info. So she's asking for a balance, I assume, between... Her sources, your sources. Uh, you qu- what are what are her sources? What what source does does she have? What give me a source? I, I've asked this before. Where are you getting your information? That it never comes forward. Uh, I'm getting my information from over a million doctors, nurses, health authorities around the world, Health Canada, uh, the state of California. It's, I could go on and on and on. Where where what are your sources? What, kill, mean, you, what kills me is when you special, what kills ahead. me is when you quote CBS and then they're on you. Oh, now you're getting information from CBC. They don't even read what you're writing. 
half the time. But I mean, have you got a direct line to the baby Jesus or something? I mean, are you getting messages from the cradle here, from the you know the the, the shepherd's hut? I don't understand. Tell me if, if you've got you know you know if you're a special correspondent with us with the, the bright star up there, or you've got a shepherd somehow or other giving you this information, then let me know. I'll be glad to you know. You know what? Give me your source and I'll check it out. Yes, John, more text. All right, here we go. Uh, Darlene says, carbon tax. Didn't O'Toole change his promise on carbon tax since he became conservative leader? Well, no, actually, he didn't. Um, the if, if you examine, he's going to only, as I understand it, only those people who are actually contributing to carbon, in other words, the large manufacturers, they will have to pay a premium. And if they, if, if they cut down, then uh, the premium will be reduced. As far as, as carbon tax for the individual, I, 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 that, is, that is pretty well out as far as he's concerned. Yes, John, more text. Text from Barry at 613-413-2217. Barry says, Lowell, the big money spenders in government would never keep a job in corporate business, but the big corporate giants sure like the way they spend. Uh, Craig says, oh, please stop stop talking about COVID. I'm so sick and tired of listening to the COVID BS whenever you turn on anything. Understand we're sick of listening to it. Move on to something else, he says. You know what? Oh, we've only spent three quarters of the program talking about the economy. I mean, pay attention, okay? I, at, at the very least, pay attention. Yesterday, we didn't deal with COVID at all. We dealt with a number of other issues. Today, for the most part, we've been talking about the economy. Take a hike. Yes, more more text, John, please. Terry says, great news, Lowell. Thanks for passing this on. Cheryl says, it wouldn't be Lowell's show without vaccines. Ray says, new lockdown coming this fall. Oh, wait, hold it, hold it. With with news like this, why would I not report it? Is it not my responsibility? If if we had bad news coming out, you know, and that vaccines were killing people, it would be my responsibility to report it. Here we have some definitive news on the effectiveness of vaccines, and you don't think I should be reporting that? What's the matter with you? Go ahead, John. Uh, you want to get a sponsor mentioned in here, too, before we uh, wrap things up? Ah, yes, yeah, Centennial Glass. Now, I've been talking about Centennial Glass, how they are aware of any government programs. I repeat, I don't know what government programs are available. Uh, Newfoundland just got five-some-odd billion dollars. I, I don't think you'll be able to get that if you're going to refit your house. But there may be something available. If you don't know about it, you can't find about it, give Centennial Glass chances are very good that they are totally up to date they will know what government rebates might be if any might be applicable to you if it's windows doors custom-made glass glass furniture of any kind beautiful glass showers glass mirrors don't forget glass mirrors they are beautiful if you're just redecorating your house mirrors will do a wonderful job for that very inexpensive centennial glass centennialglass.ca in ottawa and in renfrew more text, John. Yep, just to wrap things up, uh, Chrissy says, people can be so mean, no need for this. Uh, another comment on Twitch says, people who have no answers usually start calling names. Darko says, wow, all you talk about is COVID. You're an old, scared man. I used to listen and agree with oh. a lot of your opinions, but now you just sound like a rambling liberal. Oh, man. Okay, okay. And Darlene says, you're in, yes, insult. You know what? Can I tell you something? Of course. That's the worst insult of all. I don't, mean buying, I don't mind being called an asshole or a commie or a terrorist or a prick or anything else but call me a rambling liberal that goes too far that's too far thank you all we'll be back the Lowell Green Show is seen and heard live around the world at 2 p.m. Eastern connect with us online at blasttheradio.com slash Lowell Green can't join us live download the Lowell Green podcast available on Apple Spotify Google and more 
Ask your smart speaker to play the Lowell Green Podcast. This is a production of BlastTheRadio.com.